This is episode 18 of the One Idea Podcast, strategy for a B2B2C business. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, a certified marketing consultancy firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you need the strategy and marketing implementation work for your business to succeed in the digital economy, reach out to us at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. Today, we're going to talk about a B2B2C business model and what the core marketing strategy should be for such a model. If your business is a B2B2C model and you're looking for ways to scale your B2B or B2C business with a different approach, this episode is for you. What is a B2B2C model? B2B2C refers to business to business to customer. But first, let us understand the more traditional B2C and B2B business models. B2C is where business sells to the end customer or consumers. B2B is when a business sells to other businesses. B2B2C is when a business sells to businesses and consumers in parallel. As a category, it is harder to explain and understand than B2C or B2B, but it's becoming increasingly important. In the simplest terms, B2B2C is when a business manufactures a product and distributes the product through a network of channel or sales partners. However, they also accept orders direct from customers through their own e-commerce store, in which case they do not have to pay a cut to the channel partner. One example is fast-moving consumer goods or FMCG, like clothes, shampoo or vitamins. These products are sold to end customers through a business like a retail shop or chain of supermarkets. However, the brands may also sell their products on their own online store direct to customers. To further understand the B2B2C model, let us compare it to a B2B business. In a B2B business, the target audience is businesses. In a B2B2C business, the target audience is the end customer or consumer. From a brand perspective, for B2B businesses, When end customers buy the products, they do not necessarily know that the products are from that particular brand. For a B2B2C business, it is very clear to the customer where the products come from and what the brand is. In terms of the scope of work, in B2B, the principal brand is responsible for every part of the business. In a B2B2C model, the principal brand is responsible for part of the business and the partner company takes care of the rest. Other well-known businesses that traditionally adopt the B2B2C models are car manufacturers, insurance providers, toy manufacturers, and electronic and appliance manufacturers for products such as televisions, fridges, washing machines, mobile phones, and cameras. The emergence of tech platforms and aggregators has created a different type of B2B2C business. Online marketplaces like Shopee, Lazada, Amazon, and AliExpress and food delivery apps like Grab, Deliveroo, and Foodpanda are all forms of the B2B2C model. There are some key benefits of a B2B2C model. A brand can tap on the distribution network or customer pool that the partner business offers without paying for leads or customers. Another benefit is the reduction of operating costs. 
By working with businesses that act as distribution points, a brand can reduce costs in several ways. They do not need to ship to individual customers and worry about logistics. They do not need large warehouses for storage as the products can be drop shipped directly to distributors' storage facilities. New brands can leverage the credibility of distribution partners who are established in different markets. For example, we have a client called Tex Energy who sells portable wind turbines for off-grid power. Due to technology, it is possible for Tex Energy to sell B2C. However, market research on consumer behavior and industry trends revealed that the outdoor market is still very much driven by offline engagement and buying through respected distributors. As such, the core strategy is to adopt a B2B2C model by leveraging on the credibility of distributors and therefore raising the credibility of the Tex Energy brand. Working with business partners can allow brands to access customer data and insights. Partner businesses generally have a strong on-the-ground understanding of customer needs and have data of customer purchasing behavior. This information can be very valuable to brands to develop new products or refine brand messaging. Without partner businesses, the market research and data gathering process can be lengthy and costly. So far, we've been looking at the B2B2C model from the point of view of leveraging partner businesses. The other side of the coin is when a traditional B2B business wants to increase its revenue streams by connecting directly to end consumers. Technology and the rapid development of e-commerce in recent years has allowed for this to be the case. Computer manufacturer Asus recognized that digital transformation was vital to maintaining its industry-leading position. Pre-digital transformation, the company was known for offering the world's best motherboards, PCs, monitors, graphic cards, and routers offered through vendors or retailers. Customers had to use the Asus website to find a vendor outlet for Asus products and then visit the store in person to find the product and buy customizations. This could be a frustrating and time-consuming experience for customers. In addition, it was inefficient and affected profitability. Asus realized it was time to combine its business and consumer sales into a unified B2B2C approach to enhance the customer experience, improve relationships with local resellers, and drive business growth. Let's talk about the marketing strategy of a B2B2C business. If you are a B2B2C business, you will know that from a marketing perspective, you have two audiences to satisfy, the businesses that you sell to and the end consumers that you must market to. One key strategy Evolve and Adapt adopts for our B2B2C clients is what I call a push and pull strategy. This is the strategy that I've been using for more than 20 years. Push is when distributors or sales channels promote the product to the end customers. Pull is when the end customers ask the distributors or sales channels for the product because they became aware of it through the brand's marketing efforts. So, a push and pull marketing strategy is when you market effectively to both the business and end customer. You need specific marketing messages for each party. For many years, I was involved in the marketing of entertainment shows and live entertainers. This was a B2B2C model as shows were sold direct to end customers such as corporate organizations, entertainment venues, hotels and cruise liners, as well as sometimes ticketed end consumers. 
At the same time, a significant bulk of bookings came through B2B channels such as artists or entertainment agencies, event producers, or show bookers. The push and pull strategy was the best strategy in selling shows and talent. While we could depend on agencies to push shows to their customers, it was much more effective when customers were already aware of the talent due to branding and PR efforts. Another interesting thing happens with a push and pull strategy. If you can get end customers to pull and request for your products, this indicates a demand for the product and partner businesses will be encouraged to push the product even more. When one side pushes and one side pulls, everyone wins. If you adopt a B2B2C business model, besides the push and pull marketing strategy, here are some other best practices to follow proposed by Chris Wells, a B2B marketing researcher and strategist. First, focus on the customer experience. The customer experience is critical to the success of the B2B2C model. After all, if a distribution partner delivers a bad experience to the consumer, the brand suffers. The reverse is also true. Additionally, if the brand does not treat the partner business as a valued customer, it may lose access to the partner's customer base. Second, map the entire customer journey. We've spoken about the basic customer journey before, comprising of awareness, consideration, purchase, and advocacy. Awareness is how customers are exposed to your brand, product, or service. Consideration is where customers are deciding whether your product or service fits their needs. Purchase is when customers buy your product or service. Advocacy is when customers become loyal customers and brand evangelists. In B2C and B2B market research, it is critical to develop a deep understanding of how customers make purchases. In B2B2C research, understanding the buying journey is incredibly important, and it is especially challenging because it requires mapping out several journeys. Number one, how the consumer makes a purchase. Two, the role of the partner business in influencing the consumer. Three, how the partner business decides which products and services to include in its list of potential solutions and which to recommend. Once the brand has this knowledge, it can use it to improve its relationship with the partner business by sharing valuable consumer insights that might help them understand how to improve their go-to-market strategy. In turn, the rise of online platforms and ecosystems provide entrepreneurs with opportunities to create B2B2C businesses that can partner with these platforms. But it's not just new startups that are going B2B2C. Traditional companies are also becoming B2B2C. IT company Infosys notes that the lines between B2B and B2C business models are blurring into a converged B2B2C model. B2B2C will become the new norm to run a business. And customer engagement is an opportunity that businesses cannot afford to ignore or entrust to intermediaries. Mark Benioff, the CEO and chairman of Salesforce.com, has said, We really see every B2B company and every B2C company becoming a B2B2C company. If your business has yet to implement a B2B2C business model, it should consider doing so. If your company currently sells direct to consumers, it could consider partnering with other businesses. With the right agreement, you could access a vast pool of consumers cost-effectively. 
If your company currently sells to consumers through channel partners, it should consider reviewing the agreements it has in place. If its brand is not visible to consumers, it should be. If it can't access end-user data, you may need to find a way to change that so that you can learn what consumers want directly, then rely on channel partners. B2B2C may be the new business norm going forward as technology progresses, so be sure you're not left behind. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow, so please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum and this has been One Idea.